Welcome to the bunker. Today we're talking to uh, Pavlina Hansikova. Saying right there, Pavlina Hansikova, yes. Um, she is the mindset designer. Pavlina came to me and told me everything about highly sensitive persons, which was something that I didn't even know existed before I found her on LinkedIn, of all places. And uh, it turned out that that's a really, really interesting thing that affects 15 to 20% of the world population. And um, yeah, I, I don't really know what to start or where to end, so I guess you just have to hear for yourself, but it's, uh, it's a very interesting thing. Uh, hopefully I can have Pavlina coming on my show again. Uh, a few words about the sponsors. Um, Alfred Jobs, um, that's an app and a web page in the Czech Republic, available in English, Czech and Slovak. Thousands of jobs from different companies all around the countries. And um, the only page that uh, suits multilingual expats uh, that are seeking jobs amongst the Czech jungle of jobs. Um, and yeah, you can set up like a job board so that you get alerted whenever there's a job and you can apply with one click. You have your online profile that's kind of like a CV. So instead of spending like five hours per day applying for jobs, you can spend five minutes and apply for 10 jobs. Um, actually, the guys at Alfred told me that, that they're seeing some of their users applying for seven to eight jobs within 20 minutes. Beat that. Um, the other sponsor is the Old Bar Prague. Um, that's uh, one of the sweethearts of the city by now. And it's an amazing story. It started just over a year ago and has been successful from day one. Um, great oatmeals with different toppings. Everything is made in-house. No shortcuts. Um, no nasties used. No white sugar, no flour. None of the stuff that, that we've been told today is unhealthy. And an amazing skier, organic skier from a farm just an hour outside of Prague um, by the place's own formula. So the old part created a skier formula, beat that. Um, available on takeaway, home deliveries on Walt and Bolt, and open on the weekdays from 8.30 until 3.30, except Fridays to 1.30 and Saturdays from 8.30 to 1.30. Um, yeah, and then if you're listening, please follow the show on Spotify, Google, um, Apple and those services that you're using. And uh, please leave a review. Uh, you can follow the Facebook page, the, old, uh, old bar, the Bunker, how the hell did we end up here? And on Instagram, Bunker Prague, I think it's called. And then my personal one is Midlife Crisis Warrior on Instagram and Twitter. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Uh, welcome to the bunker, Pavlina Hansikova. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah. How do you like my bunker? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you get paid for saying this? Uh, nothing. Woohoo! Um, Pavlina is um, the mindset designer, and uh, I just want to say a quote from from your Instagram, or actually, it's from your homepage. Um, you're empowering free thinkers and spirits, empaths, deep feelers, and highly sensitive and other beautiful souls feeling stressed and overwhelmed in this uniform world. So, very briefly, what, what is that that you do? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, the, the uniform world is a world designed by the majority. Mm. 
and it's designed for the majority. So any minority that is not okay with following this universal template will feel a bit strange, let's mm. say. Mm. So, and because the highly sensitive people form only 20% of the society, then they are the minority in this 80% of the majority society. Mm. So it's exactly for them or for me because I'm one of them. And how, how do you, when you say uniform world, you mean like um, social expectations, mm -hmm. education system? Education, mainly education system, the whole system. Mm. Um, you are born, then you know something is, is expected from you. Uh, you go to the kindergarten, then you go to primary school, high school, and it, there is this system. Mm. And um, it's based on a template that there, there aren't many alternative ways how to achieve the same thing, actually. Mm -hmm. So you must follow this. Now it's changing. There, this, this word alternative is big now. Mm. But it's still not uh, as big as it should be. Mm -hmm. So it's a lack of options. That, that's the point. For diverse or people that are different. Exactly. That mm -hmm. are different. And so, so you're basically like... A let's say, a life coach mm -hmm. in a way. Yes. And uh, why? Uh, because I was always attracted to the field of psychology, self-improvement, self-development, spirituality, mm. philosophy, just anything related to thinking and exploring the human mind. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, so I think it was natural for me to become a life coach and to work with people. Mm -hmm. And it gives you pleasure? It gives me pleasure. Yeah. Because I just I, I'm an explorer, uh -huh. so I love to analyze things uh, on a on a deep level, mm -hmm. which this is one of the traits of highly sensitive people. Uh -huh. So and then we just we are very compassionate people, and we just we love to help and uh -huh. we care. Okay, that sounds good. I, I found you on 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 LinkedIn actually. Mm -hmm. um, I was. Um, um, I was adding people to my network and, and I came across your profile with, with that we had some mutual connections mm -hmm. and, and then I thought, well, okay, there is someone doing something different here and, and, yeah. and why not? So I, and I reached out for you and, and now you're here, mm -hmm. and which I'm very happy yeah, about. Yeah, it was very spontaneous. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I tend to do this. I mean, I, a lot of people probably think that I'm a weirdo or more weird than I am. No, absolutely not. No, but uh, yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, tell me... I mean, you obviously were not born as a life coach. I mean, no. there is some background. Um, yeah. wh wh where did it all start? Where okay. are you from? Yeah, I wasn't born a life coach, but I was definitely born a listener and observer. Mm. So, And this is where it starts. I was the quiet one. Mm -hmm. So, um, and again, it's linked to the highly sensitivity. And so when I was in a kindergarten school, uh, some teachers complained or made comments about me to my mother that uh, I'm too quiet mm -hmm. and that I will have problems later in life. And um, fortunately, my mom wasn't one of those who would be um, who would um, bow down to authorities. Mm. So she, she, I think at that time, um, she took it as something good. She said, I remember, and it's like, you know, we, we laugh about it when we when we talk about, you know, when we recall memories. And she said something like, but 
couldn't be that the other kids are too loud. Maybe she's not too quiet. Yeah, there are always two sides. Yes, so I think she's perfectly fine, but l just let her be. Mm -hmm. So um, in the kindergarten school, for me, it was very difficult. There were two things very difficult for me. I didn't want to sleep and I didn't want to eat. In, in the kindergarten? In the kindergarten school. And again, that's the template. There were certain times for eating and certain times for sleeping. Mm -hmm. They were not okay for me, mm -hmm. and so and I I I struggled. I didn't I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel good, and but of course, when you're the only one, you have twenty kids there. Nineteen nineteen kids are okay, and I was the only one. So they wanted to break me, to so I wouldn't cause problems. They they didn't look for ways how to come closer to me. Yeah. So, and that's it. Yeah. So, of course, at that time, nobody knew about how high sensitivity. And, of course, my parents didn't know anything about that. But looking back, it was that was one of the very first experiences of being highly sensitive. Mm -hmm. And uh, so your mom sounds like, um, not like a uniform mom. No. no. Uh, because uh, most parents would just say, "Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll beat this out of her, or, or you know, I'll make, yeah. I'll make her obey." You know. Yeah. No, and she she didn't do that, and I and I'm very grateful she yeah. didn't, because this is this is a thing for. Uh, there is a book, uh, the highly sensitive person, mm. which is something like a bible for all highly sensitive people. So if someone feels that they identify with this, they should read this book. That's mm. the first first book to read and um, uh, the, the author discusses this in the book that the highly sensitive people they either um, grow up as confident people mm. or people with low self-esteem mm -hmm. and it depends on the way how their parents or caretakers uh, how they reacted to mm. these first experiences uh, in their childhood so if they were supportive of mm. it then the child sees it as something that the child is okay, actually. There's nothing wrong with me. Mm. But if it was discouraged, then uh, it creates this, you know, there's something wrong with yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not good enough. Yes. And, uh, but <coughs> would you say, was it like a traditional, I mean, you obviously went to a traditional kindergarten. I but did. did you live like a traditional life? What did your parents do and how, how was the... Childhood. Yeah, so they were just they were just ordinary people, mm -hmm. and uh, but they were, uh, but not so ordinary in the way they think that mm. they were just not the traditional people. They were they are very individualistic, and they they have their way of looking at things, mm. and freedom was and is important for them. Mm -hmm. So in this way, they on the outside they looked like anyone else, but on the inside, they they were just different. And when you say that, like fr freedom and, and different thinking, what what do you mean? Like you know, in I don't know, what what does that mean actually? Well, like my father, um, he he loves books and you know politics and discussing things. So um, I was surrounded by books mm -hmm. from a very early age, like all different you know I don't know schools of thought and. So I was exposed to many different things, mm -hmm. not only to this, you know, Czech, Czech culture thing, mm -hmm. many different authors, um, news from the outside world. Uh -huh. So we, we like to discuss the, the world affairs. Uh -huh. So 
that was it. So, so it's Sabah, kind of a bigger, like, let's say you, you, you get into a bigger universe in exactly, a way. Exactly, exactly. And I, I, I was a reader. I love books. So mm-hmm. so uh, I think I read more than I that I played with, with toys. So that's that's it, actually. But you're an only child, right? I'm an only child, yes. And isn't that often the case with, with only child, that they... they they actually often look more on in in than it's out. Definitely, definitely it is. Yeah. Yes. I think I heard that somewhere that that often only childs they they tend to read more and and, and so on. Yes. Um, but uh, so you you say that you you realized already at kindergarten that you didn't want to eat and sleep. Uh, yeah. I have never had that problem. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but how did this affect you i mean like in a in a in a sense that you know you you kept on going to school and and or did you already start making different choices because of this um well this eating thing yeah i just i'll make a point here it has been following me all my life actually i don't Uh know if it's trauma or what but every time i'm like too excited or overstimulated that's a thing for us highly sensitive then just i can't eat and uh, so I think either okay, I was born with it, yes. By the same time, they just they made it even worse. Uh-huh. So yes, but uh, okay. Um, to get back to your question, yes. Again, in the kindergarten school, I was the only one who didn't want to eat. Mm. Then when I was uh, older, I was the only one who asked questions. For example, mm. so I just my favorite question was why? Mm. Why do we have to do it this way? And of course, it created opposition because mm. there was there were no other kids who would support me, and the teacher would just there would be a hatred. Mm. So I was the the one who would always like think deeper and ask these questions. And yes, and I hated all my life injustice and unfairness, mm. which is another trait of highly sensitive people, since we just feel more deeply. So, but. The- I guess also, I mean, you're 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 born. I mean, you you kind of getting into school, and you're yeah, you're well into school where communist men, for example. Mm-hmm. And I guess that the kid, I don't know, like a ten-year-old kid that is asking questions, mm-hmm. um, is not necessarily what the teacher that had spent ninety uh, percent of their working life mm-hmm. under communism is so used to. Not. So you were unpopular in school. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, by both kids and teachers, or only teachers? I think I think both. Yeah. Yes. And and what did you feel about that? How did that feel? Were you did you feel lonely or or? Mm-mm. You know, we only children. <laughs> we never lonely because uh-huh. we have a rich imagination and a very rich inner world. So mm. I just I had my books, my toys. It's not that I didn't have friends, of course. And at the same time, I love being out and I love socializing with people, mm. but. Okay, if they don't want me, I won't feel lonely because mm. I have other things mm. to do. Mm. And you studied? What did you study in the end? Yeah, in, in the end, uh, I studied with the Open University in the UK. And mm. that's another thing that was perfect for me because I think I was done with this, you know, the traditional system. Mm. So for me, it was like, give me the book, give me the materials and I will, w- I will study on my own. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for ways how to do it. And then a friend recommended this open university and it was just for me it was the, the best option. Mm-hmm. So I could I could study uh, with a foreign university and at the same time I was here. It was just 
it's perfect. So mm. it was long distance. Um, yeah, so I was a pioneer in this. Uh-huh. And what, what did you study exactly? Uh, I mean, what, yes, what topics? Yes, uh, modern languages, uh-huh. English and Spanish. So okay. that's what I studied. Uh-huh. So it was good. But uh, that's kind of like um, away from what you, I mean, because I know you're a neurolinguistic um, programming yeah. certified in that and also a certified life coach. Yes. Um, was that like... That's not languages, that's not Spanish and English. I mean, like, wh- how did It's that not, but still there is a relation, especially uh-huh. this neuro-linguistic programming, uh-huh. where you just uh, you study how words influence the human performance and just this human experience. And in NLP, with certain, with the right words, you can completely re- reprogram uh-huh. a human mind. Uh-huh. So there is a link. Okay. Uh, but we wanted to focus on more on the kind of the <coughs> life coach part and and, um, and the highly sensitive yes. people. Um, alongside your studies and while you're kind of growing up, are you, um, what do you say, more more and more aware of this, or are you learning this about yourself as you go, or or? Yes, um, I, I n- couldn't find the right name for it, so I knew that I just felt. More deeply, yeah. yes, and I just reacted to to things in a different way, and there was just uh, and I was told that you are so deep, you know that was the usual thing, and so I knew this about me, but I couldn't find the right word for it, so I called it just being different. Mm-hmm. So the f- the first thing I did on Instagram, I started an account, and the name was Being Different is Good. That was back in two thousand and fourteen. Mm. And I was actually, I was talking about being highly sensitive. Yeah, without knowing. Without knowing. So yeah. everything I, the content I created for that project, everything was exactly about this. Mm. And I just, I didn't know. Then I put it aside uh, for some time. And then, and then a few years later, I just came across this word, highly sensitive person. And this is where it all clicked. And, but I mean, like, um, I mean, I wanted to to uh, maybe go into what what it is, mm-hmm. or what are the signs or the let's say the traits of being highly sensitive. Okay, um, so there are four main signs. Mm. Uh, uh, D for depth of processing of perception. O for overstimulation. E for strong emotional response or empathy, and S stands for sensitivity to fine details. Mm-hmm. So the, these, the, these are the four um, <coughs> most important traits of mm. highly sensitive people. And um, why are we highly sensitive? I think that that's the most important question. So it's not a disorder. Mm. There is nothing wrong with us. Uh, we are born with a highly sensitive central nervous system. Mm. And central nervous system as the motherboard, the powerhouse of everything. Um, so if you have a sensitive central nervous system, that means that everything you, you absorb and everything you perceive will be stronger. Mm. The reaction will be stronger. It's, and it's a genetic trait. You so it magnifies. Can, yes. Mm-hmm. You can do anything about it. You are born with it. Um, but like you, you mentioned, for example, um, well, actually just the, the word in itself, like highly sensitive, 
people. And I, I was reading a little bit about this and I could see like um, there were things where I thought, yeah, okay, that's kind of like introvert, okay, and that's kind of like shy. I mm-hmm. mean, it's a new thing, right? It's a new thing. Or relatively. When was this uh, kind of... Yeah, the, this topic hasn't been discussed enough in the field of psychology. So um, there's been a research in the, in the 80s, some research. Then this book uh, I mentioned, The Highly Sensitive Person, was written in the 90s, mm. in 1995. And the book was updated, republished in 2020, last year. Mm-hmm. So this field is, is, uh, is still very new. Mm-hmm. and unexplored and, and misunderstood yeah and if we i mean if you t- so if you take this kind of like those four pillars mm. if you if you maybe elaborate a little bit on on each one of them i, I to put it into kind of a, a real life context i mean okay, are there I can examples give you, yes yeah. i can give you a very simple example yeah. so you and i we decide to have a drink in a bar okay mm. So we pick a place or you pick a place. We go inside and you, well, I don't know if you're highly sensitive or not, but we go inside and you will look around and you will see four tables, five people, some music, good, you sit down. I go inside and I feel, that's the first thing, I feel the energy of the place and it's difficult to explain, but I feel the energy, the vibration of the place. Mm. I see the subtle um, differences. I see all the decorations. I, I that the music that is there it either reminds me of something or just I, I resonate with the music or I don't. I also notice the facial expression of the people. Mm-hmm. So I notice that maybe there's something going on. That couple, they there might be something argument. I immediately notice the smell. Uh, I I notice if the the lights are okay for me or not. So, and all this happens within a few seconds. So you should be in the CIA. <laughs> I mean, you. you well, I, I, someone told me that I, I would be a perfect spy. Yes. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, yeah. But a lot of this, um, I, I'm definitely not li- highly sensitive. I think based on this, because <laughs> I remember mo- living in an apartment for five years, and when I moved, my friend who was helping me asked me, "Are these photos on the walls yours?" And I, I had never seen them. Exactly, so and this, and this is it. This is this is the difference actually yeah. that we notice all the details, uh-huh. and it's not conscious. We don't want to notice. We notice, and this can lead to the the, the second trait: this overstimulation. Mm. So if you if your brain does this all the time. And of course, you will be overstimulated. You're non-stop picking I- up exactly. signals. Exactly. So uh-huh. we are on on alert, but it's not it's not conscious, and it's not that bad at the same time. It can be fun actually. It's fun. I enjoy it. I told you, I'm an observer, so I enjoy this because you learn so much about everything. Mm. So, but if it's too much of this, this can be. This can be very bad for us. Though that's why we must focus on moderation. So you m- then you must know who you are. But like in this case, so you say this overstimulation mm-hmm. um, because you basically are programmed to pick up things from your environment. What would be like a 
is there a situation or circumstances where this is um, extremely risky for a highly sensitive person? Or like, is there are there some like are yeah. there are there places, for example, or situations that you personally avoid? Yeah, well, loud, loud places like mm-hmm. those typical, you know, like potrefera. <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't mention. Yeah, like saying. restaurants that have. Yeah, and with, with this vibe, yeah. there are many people. Music is on. And music is on, and it's so loud. Mm. So these places, just I would say the typical chick pub, yeah. <laughs> just doesn't sound very good. But mm-hmm. you know, like guys are very loud, yeah. and the the light is bright. Actually, it's usually light is bright, and this is, this is not good. I have a feeling in those places that they want to create a sense of urgency, urgency. that you have to drink your beer fast. Yes, you have yes, to, yes. You know. There is. I don't. I never felt uh, relaxed in in those places. Oh. I mean, I can deal with it, but for a short period of time. Yeah. And that's an, an, another thing, uh, because many people don't know they are highly sensitive. Mm-hmm. And so they actually, they force themselves into activities with others because they think this is what people do. Yeah. Because this is what they friends yeah, you do. You want to fit in. Exactly. And they don't realize that they actually hurt in themselves. Mm-hmm. So this can lead to, yes, then people, I wouldn't say... Yeah, maybe depression. Mm-hmm. It, Anxiety, exactly. For sure. And and still, there is. It's not that there's something wrong with them. They just don't understand that they their body is very fragile in this way. That the mm. central nervous system needs a special treatment. Mm. You must, and that's why I do what I do because I want more people to realize who they are, so they can take good care of themselves. Mm. So because I, I was the same. For many years, I would just, I was doing things that that were not for me, and but that was because I just, I wanted to do those things. Mm. I still want to do, I, but okay, I'm not like I would just hide myself, you know, like <laughs> uh, from from the outside world. Absolutely not. But I just mm. I know my limits, mm. and I just I take better care of myself. Mm. And thank you that I discovered the term a highly sensitive person. Mm. And the, the, so we, it was this um, f- feeling deeper, and then it was the stimulation. Mm-hmm. There yes. were two more. Uh, this emotional response. Yeah. It's linked to that. Uh, so we can be, let's say, we're usually too excited mm-hmm. in a good and in a bad way. But in a good way, where you meet someone, you meet a new. You know, you meet a lover, okay? Mm. So then the experience is just like you high. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, yeah, it's we are more excited than the average. So mm. that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. By the same time, the pain. <laughs> if it goes the, wrong. Exactly, of the heartbreak. That can be, that is, that is also mm. deep mm. and very bad. So it's just everything is ex- exaggerated. Mm. Yeah, so this is the strong emotional response, but at the same time, the empathy, there is this empathy. Mm. So since we pick up on the, those fine details, like the, the change of someone's voice, the tone uh, in of the voice, so we can definitely, we can read people. Uh, people. Mm. Not that we, sometimes I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it, but it's, just, it's yeah, it's a part of me. So I, I read it. And I mainly I feel it, mm-hmm. so that in that way I can I can help people. Mm-hmm. And I will give you a very simple example of this. I was in the hospital like eight years ago, and there were four of us in the room, 
and there was one old woman and she was definitely she was so stressed and uh, she was seeing things she was like somewhere you know back in time recalling mm. talking mm. to people so she couldn't sleep we couldn't sleep because she couldn't sleep she was screaming and she was so distressed and there was nobody who would try to calm her down mm. the nurses the doctors the the other people in the room and then she was she kept repeating like i must go to the funeral you know the f- and i will miss the funeral and i need to to pack uh, my suitcase this is what she kept repeating this all day all night so then i just i stood up i didn't feel good myself i stood up and i went to her and i said but the funeral was yesterday you know and so she immediately reacted like oh it was yesterday and i said you missed it but it's not a problem because the friends were there because she was repeating some some names mm. but her friend your friends were there and she said okay so they were there and what did what did they say so i made up a story yeah i said and and where is my suitcase I said, it's it's right there and she said oh and she felt such a huge relief yeah and everything was better yeah and it was it, it was simple mm-hmm. and this is i i had to do it you know uh so imagine i was feeling so terrible mm. she was feeling terrible but i still stood up and did it mm. and there there were many i have many examples like this and and you but you say that you you kind of how do you say like when you discovered this about yourself and you started understanding this better um you learned some mechanisms or some ways i mean Did you change your life? I mean, do you not? I don't know. Are there certain things that you just don't do anymore? Okay, because uh, I wasn't aware of this and uh, the techniques that are presented mm. that we should use to help to help ourselves. I had to come up with my own mechanisms: mm-hmm. how to calm myself down, how to believe in myself, which, thanks to my parents was okay mm. but so everything i discovered later about you know how to take care of yourself so then it was just confirmed because i had to come up with these techniques um myself but what i what i didn't do was this taking care of myself mm. like when i i have to pause and really check with myself when i have a tendency to overdo something mm-hmm. Since I'm so excited, I could go for a long time and I know it's not healthy for me. So mm. I must say, now I, I have to stop. Whatever it is, fun, you know, going out, um, working. So mm-hmm. I must, this, this, this I changed. After mm. realize, after finding this, the highly sensitive person, mm. the, the word, the term. Yeah. But until then, you had basically kind of found your own way. Yes, I, I found my own way. So, and th- that's actually the, the whole Instagram page. The whole project is about that. Mm-hmm. I'm sharing what I did and wh- wh- how I coped, mm-hmm. and how they should feel, see themselves. Actually, mm-hmm. that sensitive means creative. It means strong. Mm. So, okay, so like this COVID thing. Mm. Some people, many, they say that the the level of depression is is higher than. Like this is the highest, the peak, you know, in the history. Mm. But me being highly sensitive, I don't see any difference. No, because um, I had to uh, 
uh, lived through situations that made me so uncomfortable mm. because of my stronger emotional response to it. And so, and I survived, actually. I, I coped with it. So for me, it's like it is uncomfortable. But I al- already know what it is, it's like to, to be very uncomfortable. Mm. Being in situations where I was the only one, like being different. That's mm. very uncomfortable, actually. Mm. So this, okay, fine. But I guess also now with COVID that everything is closed, you can't really go into a place like Potra Venohusa that you mentioned earlier. No, I, don't, where it was I, don't, I don't miss these places no, at all. No, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, and, and there are people who are suffering that maybe miss that, you know? Exactly. But at the same time, I love, um, I love music and I love clubs. Mm. I've been going to clubs all my life. So mm-hmm. I have no problem with loud music. But it must be my kind of loud music. Yeah. But the, the loud, loud people in general, I don't deal well it so mm. yes but yeah but i miss um, because because of the lockdown of course that i miss places because mm. i'm very social i love going to events like business events and meeting new people mm. and cafes or just on my own i love culture mm. yeah so um but uh, when i was reading about the highly sensitive people then um i saw a lot of i could draw a lot of similarities to I don't know. I mean, I'm not an expert on psychology, and so I don't know what is the what is the term and what is a disease and what is the consequence and what is the cause. But I could see a lot of similarities with, for example, I- introverts mm-hmm. in a way that, uh, and and it's interesting because, as you said, that the highly sensitive that that concept kind of is first uh, in '95, '96. I heard about in- introverts first, like 2014 or mm. 13 or something like that. I read it, read about it in a book, and and um, and since then, I, I it's everywhere. <laughs> Everyone is talking about it: extrovert, introvert, and it's a, like yep. a buzzword, you know. Mm-hmm. Somehow, um, why hasn't highly sensitive become a buzzword? Because um, again, only. 15-20% of the society and many psychologists or the researchers or the people in charge, mm. they don't really understand and they are not able to recognize. Um, they can tell an in- introvert from a highly sensitive person because there hasn't been a research and um, they just they confuse these things. Mm. So... As a highly sensitive, you can be introverted, of course, but you can be very extroverted. It has mm. it, it has nothing to do with it. Mm. Central nervous system either is sensitive or not. But that's another thing. This introversion, extroversion, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. So and actually there was um there was a research with with kids. They they did an experiment with kids. I think it was in in the eighties. It's it's in the book uh, the highly sensitive person, and uh, so there was a room full of toys, mm. and um, and they invited each child uh, to to go to the room and to pick um, a toy, and based on that they they observed their behavior. So the 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 kids that were not sensitive, they would just jump in and grab the first toy that looked I don't know it looked beautiful mm. but the highly sensitive but at that time they didn't call it highly sensitive they call it introverted or shy or timid or inhibited uh they just they pause 
and they looked around for some time, like scanning the whole place, and then they chose a toy. Mm. So, and this is it actually. But they were not shy. They were not scared. This is I told you about you when, when we go exactly when we go to the bar together. I notice different things. Yeah. I would do the same. Yeah. I would scan the place, and I would choose someone that resonates with me because of the energy, because of my, because of me. Yeah. And that's it actually. And in the same way, I mean, like I, I, I um, when I was listening to you now, you were talking about, uh, for example, loud music or, 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 I mean, I, I've been forced once to go to the opera, uh, as a, I don't know, like a, it was part of school when I was nineteen. I suffered greatly, and, uh, um, and it was not my thing. I would never go there, on my own because it just stimulates me in the wrong way. Exactly. And. Um, on the other hand, I could be in a rock concert and, exactly. and have great fun, you know. So, mm -hmm. so I mean, obviously, people are different. But uh, but when you say, though, 15 to 20 percent of, of, of the world is, is expected mm. to, to fall into this category, mm. it's, quite, it's, it's a lot of people. It is, but still, it's, it's only 15, 20. It's not, it's not a big group. No, but still, I'm I not know. big I mean, enough to start designing a different template for the world, you know, no. <laughs> because the the eighty percent is is in charge. Mm. But they they are needed. We are needed as much as they are needed. Mm. And actually, based on on data, the scientific research, um, there's this uh, sensitive group in each species mm. among animals. Mm -hmm. They are the ones who who are always on alert. So they can they watch out for the exactly others. Exactly, watch out for the others, and they, they just they, they can you know predict danger. So mm. they are very important. Mm. But the problem is, among animals, I think it's pretty simple. <laughs> but um, with people, it's not visible at the first sight. Mm. And if you don't know what it is, mm. who you are, then you will suffer, and it it will be unnecessary. So mm. it just needs. a a bigger awareness. That's all it needs. There was something that I read about the highly sensitive people that they 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 do a lot of social comparison in a way that they that they that they somehow compare themselves to the environment. Is that something that you? Mm, at, at, well, if the they were discouraged mm. since Aha, a very young yeah, age, yeah. then they they create this. That this is developed, mm -hmm. and this and it's linked to you know insecurities and so on. Yeah. Yes, because then they they don't understand what's why they're so different. Mm. The, so, let's say that I'm a highly sensitive um, person, and uh, and I keep getting exposed to let's say both circumstances, stimulation, and uh, also maybe this that I'm constantly feeling that I'm wrong or mm -hmm. I'm not fitting in yes. or, or and, and people are maybe even telling me I mean and and if that person doesn't find that their cure or their answer or their path or, or mm -hmm. they don't come to someone like you for help mm. for example what happens to those people I mean how what, what are the worst case scenarios mm. uh, that they they are hidden they mm. become invisible and you should remember that uh, sensitive people are usually artists. So mm. all the artists you admire, they are highly sensitive. All the writers, 
they the this is the the foundation of art the sensitivity mm. Mm. so just imagine how many uh, of these people are hidden somewhere in stupid jobs you know caught in stupid situations mm. uh doubt in themselves only because they just they haven't found themselves only because they they, they don't understand who they are mm. and this is like this is most of the clients i have worked with it, it it's the same scenario they are regular employees you have regular employee who is a poet another one is a healer and i and i always say so why don't you do it like officially yeah but you know what nobody and this is it nobody really believes mm. in it and i'm like exactly but and th- that's that's why we co- that's that's why i do the work that's why i have those sessions with them mm. but fascinating people mm. beautiful people so kind so nice and then and they, and they feel they feel so miserable about themselves but i guess it takes us back to this uniform world because um um i mean um i don't know i mean i i yeah i, I mean i and i think that the word sensitive is very stigmatized for yes. example i mean it carries a lot of weight in it somehow and not necessarily in a like in chinese for way. example the word sensitive means understanding so mm. they use this word understanding for the sensitive and mm-hmm. in in the asian culture they value it this is like this is the highest this is the, the best trait you can have being mm-hmm. sensitive being quiet so it really depends on where you where you born Yeah, but here in the in the western world and and let's say the modern society um we are we keep talking about tolerance, diversity and uh, and these things but it seems to be only for certain groups of people because if you but, well, yeah, I, I I guess when when we talk sensitive people it it's it's somehow stigmatized that it's they're weak or mm-hmm. or they're not useful or or i don't know they're somehow less valuable and mm-hmm. uh, worse than the rest of the people and i think it's it's actually a, in that way it's might be a bad word mm-hmm. but it's because nobody really understand the word what mm. it really stands for you know if you look it up in the dictionary there will be a definition Mm. and there will be synonyms to the word so it's important to look at the synonyms of the word that mm. s- sensitivity to me it's a beautiful thing it means that you you are alive you live mm. like feeling means living and there is this trend to suppress your feelings mm. like you know this um sigmund freud he started this he talked about this self defense system and he said that the healthiest the strongest individual has has the strongest self defense system but that means that that individual is completely detached from his feeling his or her feelings and emotions mm. so to me that is being actually weak when mm. you must detach yourself from something or suppress and control something and then you strong i don't think so so um yes it's there is a wrong um, uh interpretation of the word sensitivity and uh, people uh, are ashamed of of talking about their feelings i think just i don't know how many friends y- y- when you meet with your friends do you talk about your 
deep emotions and feelings. I don't think so. Mm. That's very rare. That's exactly. But mm. this is, for example, this is exactly what I like to talk about. Mm. Because for me, it's, uh, and it's not being self-centered, but I want to I wanna share what I felt actually, what I experienced. So, for example, when I travel, for me, traveling is seeing the things, of course, but mainly how I felt. Because each city has a completely different energy for me. Mm. And so I re- I remember all the places energetically. I know it sounds strange, but this is, I think we sensitive people, we are in tune with our emotions. So I think we, as- we actually perfectly fine to be in tune. But because we live in a society that tells us to suppress our emotions. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with, telling someone like i just i find you so beautiful and i i love you like at the first sight i wouldn't have a problem with it mm. but it's about the feedback mm. uh i know i wouldn't get like the, the same, same back the same back and the feedback and i would i would be misunderstood but you know what this has changed as well mm. that now i just since i know exactly who i am i have a i made a list of things um, that and I made it very clear when I meet someone new. Like this is me, this is what I need, and this is what I can offer. Mm. You know, like because in the past I would adapt. This is it. We're very versatile and we adapt mm. to situations and people and their way of doing things. But this just this must stop. It we must be about us. But more. isn't that also just part of I don't know, growing up in a way that you kind of know your boundaries better and uh, you, I don't know, you know more what you want than what you're willing to give, etc. In, in circumstances, I mean... Yes, it is. But if you're empathetic, mm. you're still so focused on the other person. Mm-hmm. So you put the other person first. And you don't want to do it, but you do it subconsciously. So in, in some way then... It's it's a submissive relationship, or or it can become a submissive relationship in the way that one is is more focused on the other person's exactly, feelings. Exactly, exactly, yes. Uh-huh. So the power balance in the relationship isn't right necessarily. Exactly, but it depends on who you meet. Yeah. So if you meet a similar person, well, it, the chances are that you won't meet another highly sensitive person. It's but one, at least one in, more. One in five. Yes, like at least more sensitive than the average, or just someone who is just who is a little bit different then it's perfect mm-hmm. but in in the in the modern society of you know self-centered people mm. well this mm. this then we can easily attract like many uh, <laughs> energy vampires and other other people people who who like to take and mm. yeah and we are givers so this is we must control this we must protect ourselves what's the nightmare like if you if you like from a Let's say point of view of uh, oh yeah maybe actually it has to be a personal experience. What what would be the worst circumstances you could see yourself in as a highly sensitive person? Where where would it be like where you feel shit? This isn't working. I mean like in in general. In general, yeah. Uh, well, any uh, situation, any relationship, professional or personal, uh, where there is a lack of feedback, mm-hmm. um, we uh, we need stimulation. So under-stimulation for us is equally bad. So over-stimulation, we can be overwhelmed and feel bad. But under-stimulation, a lack of, 
feedback, a lack of communication, a lack of affection. Mm-hmm. Anything that has a lack of something is just terrible. Mm-hmm. So that's a nightmare. Someone who is not talkative, someone who is just, I don't know, who would, I would write one paragraph and I would get one, one okay or something like that. that that's a nightmare for us. Uh-huh. We need this constant flow, like exchange, exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's what we need, exchange. Because we communicate with our senses. Mm-hmm. If you look at, like, listening to this, I mean, if you then think about um, a highly sensitive person in the workplace mm. and uh, in a boss-employee relationship... That's uh, just terrible. That's uh-huh. why I encourage every highly sensitive person to be self-employed, uh-huh. to become their own boss. You, you've done that. You've been... Yes. I just, I knew, I just, I, I never worked for anyone uh-huh. and hopefully I won't have to. Uh-huh. I will do anything I can to prevent this. And why is that? Because um, I must do things in my own way and I know that the, the job description would limit my, my competence, my creativity. Mm-hmm. I know I'm creative. I know it. I know that I can find solutions easily. I, I have, you know, I'm a resourceful person. So why should I work for somebody else and they would have just one percent of okay. I, I don't want to sound like that. I'm celebrating myself, but it's based on my experience. So I know I know who I am. Why again? Why there are more ways how to make money, mm. and this is this is for so for highly sensitive people. So like the, my headline is: I want them to feel great about themselves. I want them to stop doubting themselves, and I want them to start working for themselves mm. because with all that creativity. You can be whatever you want to be. Mm. But you must understand that your sensitivity is a strength, not weakness. Mm. So you must actually reframe everything that was ever ever told to you. Yeah. Yeah, that you basically that you've been told that it's a weakness, you actually turn it into exactly. a strength. Exactly. And um, um are there any specific like uh, I, I mean, how, how is it for? Just thinking now, like if if a highly sensitive person, um, a man or a woman, has a child, for mm. example, how how do they react to that stimuli? Like, uh, what, what, can they function when the kid is screaming and? Okay. The, yes. So I think it's very beneficial for the child because because the the parent is so focused on the child and mm-hmm. feels actually feels any change. Um, early so the, the the parent can really protect the child in a way that they don't have to go through you know unnecessary stress but at the same time the parent can become very overwhelmed and very quickly and very easily mm. so it's recommended to have a help you, there must be somebody else and mm. the, the parent needs um, days off like that the, the the other partner would take care of of the child and but wouldn't they just call people bad parents Called bad parents, then. I mean, you know what I mean. Like we exactly. Well, by stupid people, definitely. Yeah. But people who are ignorant and they people who don't have any knowledge, but even like just common sense. Mm. You know, like the, this. Just we, we just mentioned that, that the the word um, sensitive means und- understanding in Chinese, mm. and that's it. Mm. So, for example, I can understand you if you tell me like, okay. You know, I can do this, you know, I just, I sleep on on my head and I don't know, whatever you tell me you do, 
that you need a pink elephant, you know, like next to you. And and I would say fine. Mm. Whatever whatever it makes you feel good, I'm just fine with it. Mm. And uh all my life I was told like, wow, I feel so good with you. You have this calming, you know, personality and I just I feel so free. And I'm like, yes, but that's because I am sensitive, so I understand. Mm. I definitely don't get the same back that mm. people will be so understanding. Like, aha, okay, so we will like turn the volume down because you just can't take it. No, you adapt to us. Mm. Always. It's been always like that. Mm. And um because yeah, I, I'm wondering this with the parents because I had a, I had someone here um a few weeks ago talking mm. about feminism and, and they were saying that um or she said that, you know, like uh, a woman who chooses to have a career and therefore puts their child into daycare is considered a bad mom. Mm. You know, that's the kind of the society mm. stamp on it. And I can imagine that if 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 somebody would tell their mother-in-law, yeah, I need three three days a week, I need mm. some help because I'm, uh, you know, I just that's my personality type. Yes, as I said, alternative ways. Yeah. There are more options than only one. Yeah. And it's just uh, people's limitations, the way they think. Mm. That's the only limiting thing. And then, you know, you have so many, so many people on antidepressants. But why do you think that is? Mm. Because of this. Yeah. It's it's not like like nothing really big or bad is happening. These only these little things when they pile up, mm. then then it explodes. Yeah, and it's interesting because we actually live in a world that is much more manageable now than it mm -hmm. was. I mean, at least her us here in the in the in the Western Empire. Um, the like we don't have to go out and hope to find food and we don't have to you know fight the neighboring tribe and exactly. and, uh, and any of those things but we are killing ourselves from the inside somehow exactly stress and, and very and nicely put yes um the the people that come to you because i know that i mean yeah so you you have the facebook no sorry instagram page instagram, yeah. and and you have a web page and you yep. have done two ebooks yes We'll talk a little bit about that later, but um, and then people can actually book with you like one-on-one -on -one sessions. Are there any types of people that come to you more than others? Can you, you know, are I don't know, are women more uh, uh, willing to explore this, or men, or is there any? Uh, in my case, uh, it's the, the gender; it's it's equal. Mm. But usually, people who who just they feel different, mm -hmm. and. Um, and they're happy that they came across something or someone like me who addresses these things. So they they kind of found themselves mm. in that. Mm. So these people, they usually come. So But we talk about people, let's say, in, in their 50s sometimes, you know. So now they, they are discovering themselves. Mm. But it's better late than it's never. it's of course mm. it is. But and then just then I think about like how their life would be different if something like this existed. I don't know, thirty years ago, yeah, yeah. if it was more explored, mm. there there would be so many happy people. Like mm. I, I I like the word unnecessary. Mm. Many things so are so unnecessary. Mm. All it needs is just a flexible mindset mm. if i can understand you so please please make a little effort to understand me mm. and we'll be okay 
But um, are there any like uh, are there any specific areas you mentioned earlier, like artists and, mm. and uh, writers and, and yeah, wh- whatever kind of creative? Um, are those the the places where the highly sensitive people are, let's say, blooming or or they're performing best? Definitely blooming, but uh, even the academic academic work mm. and uh, lawyers. Yeah. As well, I'm, I'm very curious about because that because this is the this depth of processing. Uh huh. So, and what we also do, uh, it's called um, creating of patterns. So since we observe, mm. we okay. So we saw that that person when when they were when they were angry, they behaved like that. It's just very simple. Or the eyes went that direction. Mm. So let's say I was a five-year-old and I created a certain pattern, mm. and this pattern just I I processed, so it's somewhere stored in my brain, and then every time I I, ca- I come across something similar, then okay, this is it. I put it, you know, I add it to that list. So this is and like you process it in the same way. In the same way, mm. this is the and it's it's like everyone does it, but mm. we just do it more strongly, more deeply. Mm. So this pattern creation, this is analytical thinking. Mm-hmm. So you can just then you can recog- you see something similar, and you just remove it from your box somewhere, and y- you're there actually. Mm-hmm. And then and then it looks like you are the most intelligent person in the world because you have you know this vast knowledge. Well, it's it's from the observation, from the depth of processing. So, but this this so I yeah, I, I, and that. That comes with working with it, I guess, or 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 is that like a, a default setting of a highly sensitive person? It's a it's a default setting. Uh-huh. This this depth of processing is is definitely it's, it's a default. So you're probably the only twenty percent on on earth that likes lawyers. <laughs> yes, yeah, I love uh, because I know I met some lawyers uh, and I love the way they think because we we relate. Mm-hmm. You know, they just they're usually quick and bright, as I said. So mm-hmm. good. That's what I do as well. Like, okay, then we just... Um, I'm a shortcut person. That's what I like. Yeah. And it's thanks to this depth of processing. Like, okay, I'm already at, I don't know, uh, point C, and you, you're still at A. So mm-hmm. then then it, it can be frustrating for both sides. But somehow that contradicts, in a way, the... Like, if you say that you're a shortcut person, then uh, uh, it brings me back to when you were mentioning that you process and, and you notice a lot of things in the environment. Mm-hmm. So I guess what you're saying then, be, that you have you have gotten so used to it mm-hmm. that you process it super fast. Super fast. Mm-hmm. You Like, all your senses are so activated. Mm. That's how it is. Like mm. now we're sitting together and I'm so activated. I'm focused on you. I'm sensing the environment. I'm, I'm thinking about like what to say and, you know, I'm just, you know. How amazingly nice yeah. this bunker is. Yeah. Yes. For example, yes. Yeah. I, I like your fridge, the color of it. Yeah. And so, and it's so, it's so, um, yes, mm. it's intense. So that, that's why it, it, it happens so quickly. But doesn't it take a lot of energy then? Oh, so much energy. That's why the overstimulation happens. Mm. So, like, okay, uh, if we go sightseeing, mm. then I will definitely, I won't go out that evening. Uh-huh. I must stay at home. Okay. So Because you get overstimulated and you get tired, you need to exactly, rest. Exactly, because 
overstimulated from all the the information that I had to process in, in like in, in a strong way because you know like a normal like um, you go to work you commute every day mm. and many people they just don't they don't they don't notice anything no so i don't even know where i am sometimes <laughs> you know. so but i see you know like there's the smell the sound you know that, that i notice that the billboard that reminds me of something i don't know that i read it goes to something else mm. so it's it's like it's stimulation from all sides yeah. so That's why I always hated commuting, actually. So, so you drive blindfolded in an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it it depends. Yeah. So and and yes, it happens quickly and yeah. all the time. Mm. But it's fun, you know. And this is what I'm trying to say. It's fun. Yeah. No. I you're mean, enjoying I, yeah, yourself in the world. You enjoying the world. I can see. I can see where it's where that where that comes from. And I. I, I but it's fun. As long as you, as long as you believe yeah. and, and believe in yourself, yeah. and as long as you you feel and think it's something good, not something bad, mm. which brings us back to the upbringing, mm. the self confidence, and yes, you must moderate it mm. because then your your body you will hurt yourself. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking while we were talking, and then you know, you I, I told you that you should work for the CIA, and 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 now, um. I mean, it's often believed that that humans we we carried uh, some uh, senses that that we have stopped uh, using. Let's say um, that we had the sense for smell or danger or whatever, mm. um, and but that we have lost this. Um, do you think that maybe highly sensitive people had some sort of a specific role in? ancient societies if you think about it that way are these actually skills that were used specifically for something yeah absolutely so these two groups uh, so we can call them the 80% group they are the fighters the warriors they go out there and they just fight and we the 15-20% we stay we mm. watch we observe from the distance mm. so we are the advisors so we watch the fighters what they do, how they do it. Mm. And we look for ways how to improve their performance. So when they come back from the battle, mm. we can work with them and we can help them be prepared for the next battle, even mm. better. So this is our role in the society. Mm. But again, uh, people must understand what it is. There must be awareness and the stigma must mm. be gone. Mm. Yeah, it's... it's um Then we can be advisors, and then then we can believe in ourselves mm. the the way we deserve. Um, is there any like um, I don't know? Um, Is there any medical treatment for this? I mean, I, I say it's actually stupid to say treatment because mm. it's not a disorder or a disease. Yeah. But are there, I don't know, are people using some remedies or is there something that they use? Yeah, you need something to calm yourself down a little bit. Mm. So you And you need this on a regular basis. Mm. So whatever helps you um, to calm down, it can be anything, Uh, meditation, 
Mm. Um, nice music or just um, alone time. Mm. I think you need uh, enough sleep and enough alone time. That's that's the most important thing. Mm. Like I can be with people. Let's say when I have when I had a boyfriend, I will always return to my shelter. Mm-hmm. I, I I can't do it nonstop. Mm-hmm. I need my days off mm-hmm. always, mm. and I need my own bed. I can't sleep with anyone in the same bed. That's another thing, because I'm just too ex- too excited. So and you know especially with sleeping, um, when I when I lie down, I just I want to think about. I want to process everything. Mm. You know the senses. I, I want to go through it. I want to r- experience like recall. Everything that I, I I heard and saw, and I want to do it on my own. Mm. So, yes, or CBD oil. I like CBD oil because that that is great. Mm. Like that, that that's perfect. It yeah. really it really like you know it calms you down. Yeah. Uh, when I was reading about this, um, I felt like. Um, so I mentioned it before, it's a stigmatized word, but I felt like the the focus on the pages that I found, I found quite a lot of material about it, but um, I felt that the focus were, was a lot about the, um, the, let's say, the disadvantages, you know, mm-hmm. like it was very mm-hmm. much, and I was thinking, okay, so in some way it was victimizing mm. um, that, that, that you have to feel bad that you're like this, and I was missing a little bit like, well, it can't be useful or it can't be great. It can yes. be the best thing that you ever found out about yourself. Exactly. And I guess maybe that's because there hasn't, as you said, there hasn't been enough research. There is not enough talk about this. Mm-hmm. You know, people are so busy talking about uh, introvert or extrovert. Yes. That they, that because that's easier. Mm. You know, this is like it, it's um, it's for the the white public. Mm. This is the main. It's the mainstream, mainstream topic. Yeah. This is not mainstream. Mm. It can be. It mm. can become. Mm. Um, so just to kind of, um, summarize in a way, like, so the people who are listening now, um, if you could tell them three, four situations or feelings or, or senses that they have that might indicate to them that they are belonging to this group, Mm -hmm. what would that be? Uh, it would be that the, they need to recharge their batteries more often mm-hmm. and after a shorter period of time than others. Mm-hmm. It would be that it's, it's simply they they feel too much and sometimes they don't know what to do with all these feelings. They can fall in love very fast, very hard, and it can be overwhelming. Uh, anything can be overwhelming in, in a good or bad way. So they can they can sense or perceive rejection, for example, failure, like the end of the world, mm. when it was just a stupid word or something like, okay, there will be another opportunity. So anyone who feels that the reaction is stronger than than the what how the average person would react should really start thinking about this possibility that they are highly sensitive. Mm-hmm. So this is the loud, okay, the loud places, the loud noise, also the artificial lights, like the shopping malls. Mm-hmm. 
and just all the open office space, like the air condition, like the combination of these buildings. If you just, if you ever sense a building, I think, then I think it's definitely a sign of your highly sensitivity. Uh-huh. Like that you feel not only a person, but also a place. Mm-hmm. That some places you just cannot stay there because you feel that it's there is something wrong mm-hmm. so if you if you f- if you feel things i think the chance chances are you're highly sensitive and of course i know that you, you they don't share this with people they don't have anyone to share this with when they tried maybe they were discouraged or mm-hmm. they just they were misunderstood so anyone who who feels that they're just abnormal weird strange crazy even crazy I think chances are mm. they're highly sensitive. And I guess the same goes for like the parents of those or exactly. the, the, the the spouses and mm-hmm. husbands and boyfriends and girlfriends and yes. wives and all that. Mm-hmm. And um, because it's it's um I can see now like after I listen to you here and also just reading the stuff that I read that um, it's really really easy to take um someone who falls into this category, let's say, of people uh, and basically deny them in a way. Let's like say, well, she's crazy or he is just uh, exactly. oversensitive or he is that. It's very mm. easy to kind it's of, easy. how to say, shut it down in a mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And this is exactly what happens. Yeah. That they just, they hide it yeah. and they adapt yeah. to the environment. Mm. And then, but when they hide it, okay, this just, uh, I would like to say something else now. Uh, if you keep hiding it, so now I'm talking to the highly sensitive, if you keep hiding it, how do you expect the world to see who you are? Mm. They will never meet you like the real you if you keep hiding it. Mm. And don't blame them for not seeing it because you never showed them. So don't. why do you do it according to them? Do it according to yourself. And maybe... You can really inspire the world. Not maybe you will inspire the world. Because mm. I know there is so much in you. So that, that was a personal message. To uh, that's me. a very empowering. Uh, 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 and, and yeah, I mean, I guess this goes for everything. You know, mm-hmm. whenever, you know, if someone is, is gay and has, has yes, been willing to accept Yes, the same thing. It, yeah, yeah. They must mm. come out, yeah, actually. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so you have. Um, so that's actually the kind of the main trick, tri- tips. Let's say yes. just be, be honest about it and 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 and, and bring it out. Don't don't yes. try to hide it. Absolutely. But do you, um, Pavlina? You, I know that you you have the the Instagram and and, mm-hmm. and your webpage, but you also you've done two uh, e-books. Yes. That that you offer to your yes followers and, mm-hmm. and people that are interested in this. What are these books about? Okay, so the first one is again it's related to. Uh, working for yourself. So the first one is called um, the No BS Guide to the Self-Employed Mind. And it's not specifically only for highly sensitive people. It's just for people who want to become their own boss. Mm. But of course, highly sensitive will find themselves there. Mm. So because I really, really believe that people in general are so creative and they could bring so much. They could give so much to this world. But because they follow this, as we said, universal template, they become employees. Mm. And I don't want to see any creative minds being employees. Mm. So at least, so my again, the, the reason I do it, the reason I wrote it, please at least try. Mm. You, you have nothing to lose. No. 
you can find yourself like doing wonderful things. And when you when you start working for yourself, it will lead to projects. Like for example, today we're doing this. Mm. If I were an employee, I wouldn't be here. No, I would represent somebody else. But today I'm representing myself. Mm. So then you know people say like life is boring and you know i just i, I don't see like i see no beauty well yeah because you're limited mm. like if you leave you know as they say the comfort zone wow wonderful things will happen mm. so this is the no bs guide to the self-employed mind then we, i have self-doubt detox mm. i like that title yes. self-doubt detox and again it's not only for highly sensitive people but it's just for anyone mm. Like we all s doubt ourselves, and for s in most of the cases, it's not it's unnecessary. Mm. We shouldn't do it. We have no reasons for it. Mm. And I talk about it in the book about the external factors of the self doubt, and so on. Mm. And those can be downloaded, downloaded. Or, or, or on on your page, right? Yes, yeah. And 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 your so, what what's the page address? Uh the the Instagram. No, the, the, the where they get the books. Uh, TheMindsetDesigner.com TheMindsetDesigner.com Yeah, but my main like outlet outlet is Instagram. So if they go on my Instagram, then they, they will be redirected to everything. Yeah, and that's the uh, Instagram is at Mindset. The Mindset Designer. The Mindset yes. Designer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we're about to kind of coming closer to the end uh now, working with people like this, like you do, doesn't it take a lot of your energy? It doesn't. Well, um, I don't work with everyone. Mm. If I worked with everyone, then it would take a lot of energy. Mm. But since I do like a, a process how to filter out uh, certain people, then it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But Mm, in a way, this life, these sessions with people, it never had like a negative impact on me mm. because I was completely in my element, like being completely focused on the other person. And uh, you should also remember that it's not personal. It's not personal. I'm mm. there to help and I'm, I, I'm getting paid for it. Mm. So it can be... Um, it can drain my energy when it's personal. Like a relationship, they mm. will be just one-sided. Well, that that would be devastating. Mm -hmm. But here, I'm completely focused on the client, mm. and I'm I'm doing what I am, what I'm good at. So it's natural for me. Yeah. So it doesn't. But yes, if if it would be a complicated client, then it would mm. be complicated for me too. And. Do you see yourself doing this for the for next a very years? long time? Yeah. Yes. This is it. This is it. Yeah. Yes, this is it. Um so uh, yeah, we we mentioned before that uh, people who feel overwhelmed, overstimulated mm -hmm. um and that they feel that they react differently to um to circumstances where the rest of us or rest of the people don't, or they, yeah, they see something that they feel is different, then they should definitely check it out. And they can come to you and, and uh, book a one on one session. Yes, That's on your, can. I saw that on yes. your webpage. Um, and, uh, but is there like a, is there a test 
or, or there is a test uh -huh. in that book the highly sensitive person uh, there is a test okay. a very simple test um you know it, there are things that i mentioned uh, today uh the no the noise mm -hmm. and just how, how quickly uh, do you feel yeah, this is just a lawyer me thinking yes. if i can just fill in a form and find yes. out <laughs> <laughs> yes there is yeah. but you, you know also among the highly sensitive people uh, there are differences as well. Yeah. You, on that scale, you can be like very, very sensitive, but yeah, like you know, less, the, yeah. like moderately sensitive or less sensitive, but you are in the group. Yeah. So there are differences. Okay. Um, and what are you working on now? Are you going to publish anything new? Are you working on any particular projects? Yes. Uh, you know, I told you about this being different is good. So I have plenty of content, so much content that mm. was used for being different is good. So what I'm doing at the moment and... Um, I wrote at that time, I wrote a book that I, I never published and it was Being Different is Good. Mm. So I will just rename it that Being Sensitive is Good. Uh -huh. So I have a... Because in this, the meantime you learn... In learned. the meantime, I just, I now I know how to replace the word. Yeah. It's not different, it's sensitive. So I have big plans with this book. I okay. want this book to be to be on Amazon, definitely. Uh -huh. no, not just an e-book. I want this book to be um, presented mm. to the whole world to as many people as possible mm -hmm. because I want to see more people like myself mm. out there and just shining yeah and your uh, one-on-ones just to you do that in English Czech English English yeah because uh yeah because the channel uh, Instagram is just for the in for the whole world so it's in English okay. but yes it can be uh, Czech English Spanish okay Spanish as yes. well. Yes. Hola. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think that's uh, that's it, Pavlina, mm -hmm. right? Yes. I mean, we we talked a lot about this. It's an interesting topic. Mm -hmm. Really, really fascinating, actually. And um, um, yeah, guys, you can follow Pavlina, uh, the mindset designer, on Instagram, and and then the mindsetdesigner.com is her webpage. Um, definitely check it out. She has some really cool messages there, and and just check out the topic because it's it's. Um, um, it's a it's a very interesting and not a very complicated um, scientifically to 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 relate to, and uh, I'm pretty sure that any of you will have in your network or family or or close to you someone that you can identify in in this group. I I did, and um, um, now obviously you need to follow my show. Um, I have a Facebook page page called The Bunker, How the Hell Did We End Up Here. I would be very grateful also if you could take the time and go into the Apple podcasts because apparently I just found out that uh, it's possible to review podcasts there and that affects their exposure. So if you had have a chance to, and you like, first of all you have to like what you're listening to, but I assume that you are still here because you do. Uh, but uh, go into Apple or iTunes podcast and please give a rating and a review um, on the podcast otherwise you can listen to it on Spotify, iTunes, Google uh, it's on something called Podbean and a few other places um, I have a personal Instagram called the Midlife Crisis Warrior and um, uh, the same on Twitter but um, there I'm just posting bullshit most of the time uh, thanks to the sponsors the Old Bar and Alfred.cz uh, for making this all happen and um, yeah, I think I have captured everything. Pavlina, 
Have a nice evening and thanks for your time. Thank you very much for the opportunity. It was a pleasant experience. Bye bye, guys. Bye.